0: That way, If you'll take your Bible to John chapter 10, I've, sho- I've previously shortened this um, message. <clears throat> I shortened it because I think there are two things here that I want to keep separate, but for emphasis sake. And that's the statement of Christ that I am the door and I am the good shepherd. There are seven I am statements in the book of John. He's already said two of them. Now he comes to his third I am statement. I am the door, he says. And so today we're going to focus on this 7, verses 7 through 9, or actually 10. And the title of this message is, I am the door. It's a very simple, straight from the Word of God. Last week we began to look at this parable, or this figure of speech which Jesus is using in John chapter 10 to speak with him about, to identify himself to identify who those who believe in Him are, and also to identify false teachers and their followers. Jesus is, in a way, dividing the flock. He's showing, in real time, these are the ones who believe in Me, the Good Shepherd, and these are the ones who believe in the religion of the false shepherds. They're not My sheep, but these are My sheep. Jesus is in the middle of telling this parable, this story. We said a parable is used to exemplify a heavenly truth with an earthly story in a sense. That's the one way it's been described. Now, early in the parable, verses uh one through five, we find the, the terminology of the sheepfold. And Jesus says in this that there uh that one enters in the into the door is the shepherd of the sheep. As he enters into the sheepfold, he's the shepherd of the sheep. And there there are sheep in there which are his, and when he speaks, they hear his voice and they follow him. They go with him, okay? And I said that I believe, I believe pretty strongly that he's talking about Israel in this first paragraph. He's talking about Israel. The, the flock that he's after are all of those in Israel who believe in him. All of those who were chosen by God to believe in Christ. That's the flock inside of Israel which he goes into the sheepfold and leads out. He leads them out of their, their religious expression through the, through the faith uh, uh, of, of Israel and into another fold. And, and that's where we are today. We've now changed from the fold of Israel to now the fold of the church. Look what he says in verse 7. Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. You notice that he doesn't lead them out of this particular fold, but it's through him they enter this fold. I believe it's this fold, which is the church that you and I are part of. The church universal, the church of all time. There are two types of sheepfold in Jesus' day. First, in that first paragraph, he's using one as an analogy. The sheepfold in that analogy is that which was commonly found in a town where a lot of shepherds brought their sheep in. And they put their sheep inside the fold. And each morning, the shepherd, the true shepherds, would enter into the sheepfold gate. They'd go in. A doorkeeper would let them in. They'd go in. They'd begin to call the sheep would hear their voice and come to them, and they would lead their separate flocks separate ways. Okay, that was a common practice in their cities. This second paragraph brings to us the second type of sheepfold, which was also prevalent in their day, and that's the sheepfold in the countryside. I believe it's this type of sheepfold that the those who those shepherds uh, uh, in Luke chapter two were tending, and this sheepfold was was usually made of rock. And the sheep were led in and there was no physical door or gate to the sheepfold. There was just an opening. There was one opening all the sheep went in, okay? And the shepherd would them lay down for the night in the door. He laid down in the door of the sheepfold for two reasons. One, to keep the sheep in. And two, to keep everyone who who was after the sheep, to rob them, to steal them, to kill them, to destroy them. He laid down in the door to keep those people out. Not just those people, but also all of the dangerous animals which came to prey on the flocks at night. You can imagine lions, mountain lions, figuring out, at the the end of the day, they're going to put all these sheep and they're going to pin them up. Easy pickings. Don't have to chase them across the pasture. They're just going to all be gathered up right there. So the shepherd literally laid his life down for the sheep. He laid down between anyone who would hurt them and the fold, the flock. He protected them. And so we come to the second paragraph in this parable, and Jesus says, I am the door of the sheep. What's he saying? He's saying, I lay down my life for these sheep. They're my sheep. No one's going to take them. And no one's going to kill them. And no one's going to destroy them. They're my sheep. So the first thing that we see in the parable is that Jesus is the door of the sheep. Jesus is between these sheep and the world you might say. All of that, of those things that would come to take the sheep, to destroy them. Secondly, we see in verse 8 that everyone who came before him are thieves and robbers, but the real sheep didn't listen to them. Now, Jesus isn't making reference here to the Old Testament. He's talking about those who came before him in his own day. He's talking about the Pharisees again. He's saying all these other religious leaders of the day, my sheep didn't listen to them. They don't have anything. They don't believe them. They don't follow them. They only follow me. Those people who came before me are not shepherds. They're thieves and they're robbers. And they want to destroy the sheep. And Jesus is saying, here clearly, I'm the door to the sheep. Was he saying? I will protect my sheep from anyone who comes to steal them, to kill them, or destroy them. How were the Pharisees stealing and killing and destroying? They were taking God's law and twisting it into a works oriented salvation. And they were saying, if you'll follow us and live like us, God will accept and approve of your life and you will have eternal life. And Jesus is saying, they're thieves and they're robbers. They did not come to you through the door of the sheep, they are thieves and robbers, which he's already said try to climb in over the walls. Come in disguise and try to take the sheep astray. If anyone, he says in in verse 1, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The third point here, quickly, is that Jesus is the door. Secondly, there are those who are trying to deceive and steal and kill the sheep. But Jesus is saying, anyone who comes through me is saved anyone who comes to me is saved. Look at this. Look at the promise of Jesus about anyone who believes and comes through him, the door. Look what he says, three things, quickly. I will save them. They will go in and out and find pasture. First of all, he says, I will save them. How will he save them? He will give his life for them. He's going to tell us that a little later in the story. But everyone in his audience understood that. The shepherd laid his life down for the sheep. Being a shepherd was no easy profession, if you haven't figured that out yet through these two messages. <clears throat> he got, the shepherd gave up his time with his family. He gave up his time with his friends. He gave up his warm bed, his protection, his shelter. He gave up his food. He gave up everything for the sheep. And he went out into the desert, into the hard places, and he watched over these sheep while they got to rest. Many times he was up all night. Can you imagine being the shepherd laid down in the door protecting the sheep and the wolves howling? And the roar of a lion and the foot patter of the predators who you know. You can't see them, but you know they're there, and they're there to get your sheep. How many nights did the shepherd stay up vigilantly all night ready to protect his sheep? The shepherd gave up everything for the sheep. Many shepherds died for their sheep. Many shepherds died for their sheep. And so when Jesus says, I am the door, anyone who comes in through me will be saved. What he's saying is there is no one or nothing that can get to you because you're saved in me. I'm laying my life down for you. Jesus is protecting his sheep. Jesus is protecting all who believe in him. Jesus vigilantly lived his life in active obedience to the law. He passively obeyed by laying down his life as an offering for sin. And he now stands watch over you as your Savior. I'm telling you, When we come to Christ, we come to one who has given his life for us. Who has literally laid down between us and hell. And has said, you can't have that one. That's my sheep. He's saved. He not only says we're saved, but he provides for us, doesn't he? He says you can go in and out. There's security. There's safety. See, salvation is not just past tense. I got saved. Now I'm saved. It's present tense. I got saved. And I'm safe right now. I have been saved. I am being saved. That concept is all through the the New Testament as it speaks of salvation. So Jesus not only lays his life down for us, but he gives us security to go in and out. And what he means here by going in and out is a sheep felt safe with its shepherd. It trusted him. When he went out, they went out. When he came in, they came in. There was this loving, trusting, secure relationship there. There was no fear in these sheep that their shepherd would leave them. No fear. And what Jesus is saying to everyone who believes in him is there's no fear in being with me. I have saved you and I'm keeping you safe right now. You can go in and out. You are secure. Your salvation is not up for grabs. It's not in doubt. It's not questionable. You have been saved. You are being saved. And then he says, you will be saved. He says, you go in and out and you find what? Good pasture. Good pasture. He provides. He not only protects. He not only saves, but he provides. He provides now and he provides forever. Jesus is literally telling this audience, I am the door. I am the way. Anyone who's come through me is safe, secure, and provided for. Everything you need is in me. Well, Jesus says, I am the door of the sheep. Many have come before me, but they're thieves and robbers. My sheep haven't followed them. I'm the door. And if you come through me, you're saved, you're safe, and I provide for everything you need. You find it all in me. I mean, the depth of this parable is really remarkable. With just a few lines, Jesus communicates a bundle of truth to his audience. And hopefully to you. But there's one thing that really strikes against our modern mindset in this parable. And I want to bring it out as the end here. Drawing to a close. Inviting you to believe in Christ. By way of inviting you today, I will say this. Do you notice how many doors there are into the sheepfold? There's one door. There's not two or three doors. There's one door. Christianity is an exclusive faith. Jesus drives this point home in John 14, verse 6, when he says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. There's one door to the sheepfold, and his name is Jesus Christ. And if you will not come in through him, you will not be saved. You will not be secure. You will not be provided for. You will be fed literally to the wrath of God. And so the end of the message, the invitation, is as blunt as I can put it. Come to Him, Jesus Christ, because He is the door of salvation. The door. And there's no other doors. Let's pray. Father, (coughs) we've covered a lot of ground.